0: And social transformation. Today's show is going to be a little bit of a departure from our usual in depth interview format because I really wanted to introduce you to one of my mentors and someone I really admire. His name is John Lee Dumas. And uh, I could only get John for 25 minutes, and I thought that was way better than not getting him at all. So I'm a little out of my element here in the sense that I. Don't have that much experience with shorter interviews, but I did my best to bring uh, John to life for you, and I think you'll really enjoy it. The reason I brought John on is because John really single-handedly has totally moved the bar with regard to podcasting, both in terms of his own podcast, which is the first large scale seven-day-a-week podcast, and also he's the... Founder of the largest podcasting mentors community in the world called Podcasters Paradise. He's really an amazing gentleman. He was a commissioned officer and led, uh, he commanded uh, a troop of 16 people for 13 months in Iraq came back to civilian life and uh, took him a while to get his groove back. But when he did, he really took off. He has a tremendous blend of intelligence and heart and infectious energy. And he walks his talk and he produces amazing results, and seems to have a lot of fun along the way. So I think he has a lot to teach us about innovation, especially with regard to social transformation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my 25-minute interview with my friend and mentor, John Lee Dumas. Welcome, friends. This is uh, Dr. David here, and this is another edition of Freeing the Body, Freeing the soul where we do cutting where we do interviews with individuals that are doing cutting edge work in the areas of healing and spirituality and social transformation. And we have a very special edition in today's show. It's going to be a shorter show, only 25 minutes. So a lot of the introductory remarks I would make about my guest, I will put into the post editing introductory Comments. So I just want to get right into my conversation with my friend and my podcast mentor, John Lee Dumas. John, thanks for being here.
1: David, I could not be more excited to be here, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Let's ignite.
0: All right. So uh, my tribe and this whole show is about the cutting edge of people that are doing cutting edge work in these areas and. So these people not only have something of value, but somehow they've been able to be what they need to be and do what they need to do so that that value not only exists, but it gets out into a community that they desire to serve and makes an enormous difference. And I think, John, you're a great living example of someone that is living that and pulling that off. And I know Just from my own life, in my own sphere, as an innovator, I know how challenging it can be personally and professionally to maintain one's energy level, one's affinity, one's optimism, and one's enthusiasm because obviously when you're bringing something new into the world that hasn't been done before, you're going to get some blowback. And also, it. a lot of times you don't have role models. And- I wanted to let my listeners know that one of the things that John did that there were no role models for was that he had a vision of having a podcast that was extremely high quality that actually was on every day of the week, seven days a week. And everybody told him it was impossible. And so, you know, to me, part of the hero's journey when it comes to innovation is having a great idea and being able to stay with it when people tell you it can't be done and being able to pull that off. So, John, could I turn it over to you and maybe have you share with our listeners a little bit about that process? How did you how did you tap into that vision and how did you keep the faith when, you know, pretty much there was no agreement, there were role models, no role models for you? <coughs> Take us through that journey a little bit.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, thanks for that and sharing those kind words. And the reality is, and kind of how I think the best way to start off um, me sharing um, an answer to your specific question is a quote by Thomas Edison that's opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. And that's the reality. I mean, you know, people see the Richard Branson and what he does and the Mark Cubans. I'm going to tell you right now, like 99% of their life is still a grind. It's that 1% that we see that we think is amazing. You know, my life is a grind. You know, I get up every morning and I bust my hump to produce a a seven-day-a-week podcast to run the world's largest podcasting community, webinar community, to do all the things that I do. It is an absolute grind, but it's a grind that I choose, that I love, and it is absolutely work. And I think we really need to keep that in mind and focus when, you know, we're going forward in our own uh, ventures, because that's really the distinguisher for me. I have outworked a lot of people in my industry, for sure. So, you know, for me, just a real quick run through about, you know, why I decided to do this and why it even makes sense is, you know, I come from a military background, eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army with a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq, and that really instilled discipline, hard work, and, and just a systematic knowledge for, you know, creating those systems that are really necessary to implement when you're doing something like deploying to war, etc. Post-military, you know, I, I tried law school, but I quit after one semester because I hated it. Corporate finance, commercial real estate. For six years, I struggled in all of these careers and I hated it. And I wasn't succeeding or thriving because it wasn't something that I enjoyed doing. And that was something that I always needed was joy in my work. So I kept failing and failing and not being successful and quitting and walking away from these things. And It was a tough six years, but... I saw through the power of reading these great books, you know, by people like Thomas Edison and specifically, um, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, you know, starts it all and, and, and leads into all these other great books. I loved listening and, and reading these books, which again did li- li- uh, lead me to listening them to them via audiobooks, which led me to podcasts and saying, wow, this is actually free on demand targeted content. And I loved those episodes, David, where they were talking to successful and inspiring entrepreneurs and talking about their journey, their pitfalls, mistakes, successes, aha moments. But there just wasn't a show that did that enough. I wanted more. I was driving to work seven days a week. I was hitting the gym three or four days a week. Like I needed more content, and it didn't exist. So you know, to steal another quote, this time from Gandhi, I decided to be it, be the change that I wanted to see in the world. And that was a seven day a week podcast that every single day came out with a fresh new episode, interviewing an inspiring entrepreneur and sharing their journey, their failures, their aha moments, their successes, and then you know, just quick little tidbit from the lightning round like I wanted that it didn't exist so then I went out and created that and that was the birth of entrepreneur on fire that was the the void that I wanted to fill in the world you know that was the the itch that I wanted to scratch of my own and you know it's been a great journey you know it hasn't all been smooth sailing by any stretch, but we launched back in September of 2012. We just passed our 1,000th episode, which was quite a milestone for us. We've done over 19 million listens to dates, you know, tacking on another million listens every single month and growing. And we're consistently doing over $250,000 per month in revenue um, and having a great time doing it.
0: How do you maintain balance in your life with such an intense work schedule?
1: To me, it all starts the night before. You know, a lot of people ask me about my daily routines. And I say, well, listen, my, my daily routines start at 9 p.m. the night before when I'm going to bed. You know, I'm not a big pretender here. I'm not some guy that's burning the midnight oil. Like, I am going to bed at 9 p.m. My goal is to be asleep by 9.30. I want eight hours of sleep. I get up at 5.30. You know, I'm up and at them before the sun here in San Diego, and that's when my morning routine really kicks off. But it has to be preceded by eight hours of undisturbed sleep. That's critical for me to do what I do. I need that. And then I'm off. You know, it's a 35-minute power walk. It's a seven-minute app workout right outside of my building here in San Diego on the Bay. Coming back up, you know, making a great breakfast of, you know, um, just this U.S. wellness bacon and egg and then making a little tea with some coconut butter in there, mixing it in. And then, and only then, after I've taken care of myself with the hydration, with the te- with brushing the teeth and the shower and the breakfast, then I'm sitting down and then my workday starts. And it's still starting pretty early. You know, I'm typically starting by 7 a.m. It's about an hour and a half morning routine, very structured. Um, but then that gives me the foundation to, to do now what's going to turn into another 11 hours of work. Because I typically am working um, from six um, to from 7, 7 a.m. to around um, 6 p.m. every single night. Um, that's pretty much my work schedule. So, you know, it's, it's a long day of work and I am working seven days a week. But if I really precede it with that foundation, I'm able to pull it off, keep the energy high. And plus, it really helps that I love what I do.
0: And how do you, um, maintain a high quality, um, personal intimate relationship with someone at the same time? Do you, does that have to be scheduled very tightly as well? And do you have some special rituals or communication patterns that you can share with our listeners that might really help people who have a fear of being as committed as you are to your work and the fear that that would negatively impact their significant other or their primary relationship.
1: For me, it's all about batching, David. And, you know, it might not sound romantic to kind of batch everything and like to batch quote unquote romance and intimate relationships per se. But I do find that it is necessary. And I do find that it does work really well. So, you know, my, I, I'm very fortunate that my girlfriends, um, and so my partner in business and in life, uh, Kate Erickson, Um, You know, we work together and we work out of the same apartment. You know, we live here in San Diego. She has the second bedroom as her office. You know, I have the living room as my office and, you know, we are... Consistently, you know, crossing past intraday, but you know, to be honest with you, it's it's very just like you know business-like during those eleven hours that I'm talking about, from seven a.m. to six p.m. You know, where you might be making a coffee or a tea or, or cooking breakfast up, and, and we might sit down for a couple minutes chat, but it's it's really business focus. But then at six p.m., we both shut it down. You know, that's when we turn off the you know we turn off the computer. Um, we might go for a very casual, you know, my morning walks are power walks with a focus. We do evening walks that are just casual where we're talking, you know, we're having dinner together every single night. Um, you know, we're talking about things, you know, after 6 p.m. Definitely that are business related on some on sometimes um, and sometimes are just, you know, personal and just about our families and what we're doing and what we have planned for the weekend, et cetera. And, and so for me, you know, that kind of intimate personal time starts at 6 p.m and kind of goes till 9pm when I'm going to bed. And and that works just fine.
0: That's great. Um, I want to take you back a little bit, John, into the past a little bit. Because, you know, you've had experiences that depending on how you would have dealt with it could have really caved you in. I mean, when you were in Iraq, you saw a lot of the dark side of life. And then you were in school that really, you know, wasn't your thing. And then you were in Real estate that really wasn't your thing. And can you speak to either some of the personal qualities or some of the practices that you had that during those times that might have really done somebody in, somehow you were able to be in such a way that it actually made you stronger?
1: So, for me, I've always looked to people who are where I want to be. And I think this is really critical. And, you know, another word for this that a lot of people use is mentor. Now, you know, it wasn't always easy being in the military and then being in different careers that I didn't like. But what I would always do is look to people who are where I wanted to be. So, even going back to John Hancock when I was in commercial uh, corporate finance, I would look to my boss and say, okay, he 's where I want to be, like what do I need to do to get there and that 's why, for the short period of time that I was there, despite not liking it, you know I was fairly successful in climbing the ladder pretty quickly, and it was finally with the realization of me saying i don 't want to be where he is that I was able to really walk away and and be very happy with that decision, so that was really critical in a lot of areas but so I really think the best answer for that is you know we need role models in life, we need mentors, we need people you know who either via books because you know I actually do consider like Benjamin Franklin in a way a role model for me and that's just by reading his his biography and that was really helpful for me in a lot of ways but even to the next level is you know we need those mentors who you know are still alive that can interact with us and that can guide us and can you know, share their thoughts on our specific scenarios. And I've always had those mentors going forward. And that's always helped me keep things in perspective, avoid a lot of unnecessary pitfalls, not all pitfalls, but just the unnecessary ones and, and really drive forward with the best possible opportunities in front of me. So I think if anybody is really kind of looking for that edge, looking to really keep, excuse me, keep that edge and, you know, be a powerful person in whatever industry or niche are going forward in. You have to find that person who is already there, who you respect, who you know, like, and trust. And, you know, at the very least, reach out to them to, for a potential mentorship or apprenticeship. And if not, you know, just model them from afar.
0: And what else, what other practices or relationships or commitments do you have that help you to stay centered keep your vibration clear and high so that when there is a failure or somebody lets you down or something that's not working so that you can roll with that and you stay connected to your vision and your enthusiasm. I know I've heard you speak many, many times about your mastermind group, and I'm sure there's a lot of other daily practices that at this point are almost unconscious competence for you. But if I can draw you out on that, what are some things that you could share with our listeners that are really good, both in terms of prevention from getting down, and also if you do have a down day, what, what are your go-to things to bounce back?
1: Absolutely, and you did hit the nail on the head there, David, for sure, and in fact, just 15 minutes before we jumped on this call, I just got done with my every single week, one-hour skype video mastermind call with my two other mastermind partners and and that is an absolute locked in the calendar thing i mean my time is very valuable i don't have hours to spare by any stretch but that is such a valuable and in really significant time in my week that does all those things that you mentioned that keeps me centered excuse me that keeps me grounded that keeps me focused and that allows me to you know to continue to think outside of the box because i purposely chose my mastermind for people that aren't all business podcasters. You know, we have, you know, one of them is a mobile expert and a guy that's great with systems and CRM. the other guy is great with Facebook advertising and the whole paid advertising market. So just areas that I just don't have much knowledge in, they add to it just like I can add back to them. And that is something that every single week keeps me, you know, really on the top of my game and keeps me thinking and keeps me accountable on everything that I need to do. So that's absolutely critical and you know there's a great quote by Jim Rohn that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and I strongly believe that. And you know the t- these two these two guys are two of those five. So you know they take up 40% of that average. So I really take time and care and making sure that that those are the right people. So you know that's one thing I would really share with the listeners right now is hey, who is your top five? And if you're not that happy with it, maybe it's time to kind of check your pulse and you know make some hard decisions and and you know not disown them. You know your top five people that you don't think really should be there, but distance yourself and just say hey, you know I'm things are going to be kind of busy for me for a while. Um, I'm just not going to be able to be as consistent with our conversations with our hanging out. <clears throat> and you know what if they don't understand then that's on them because you need to do what's best for you in this life and that is surrounding yourself with people who are going to up your average up that five and it is amazing what happens when you start surrounding yourself with those people of success so that's another thing that's so critical that I do and, and, and you know and that's why I love communities that we've created like podcasters paradise where when people join The first thing that we do, we have a full-time virtual assistant now from, her name is Lisa from Virginia, and she will match you up with an accountability partner who's at a similar place that you're at. And if you want to be part of a smaller mastermind, she'll match up with three or four people that want that too. And the results are coming back from those meetups and those matchings and those accountability partnerships are amazing. And I love hearing about them.
0: That's great. Um, In the time we have left, one thing I want to cover, because a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are innovators, healers, teachers, inventors, writers, artists, people that their passion is creating. And a lot of people who are in that space don't necessarily have a lot of natural skills that they're aware of in the areas of sales and marketing, and yet it's a vital function of any business to be financially viable. And I was wondering, in the time we have left, could you offer some words of wisdom, suggestions and resources for creative people, quote unquote, that really want to up their game in the area of sales and marketing?
1: So the best thing that you can do to up your game in sales and marketing is to look to those people who you think right now personally in your industry are doing it well. Get on their email list, go to their website, you know, really kind of take, you know, pull the hood up of what they're doing and, and and figure out what works for you. What feels right? What is your intuition saying? And then really go from there. And, A really key thing that very few people do, and this is no matter the size of your audience, if you just are starting off and you have just a couple listeners or followers or readers, to someone who has a lot... We need to constantly be engaging and interacting with our audience, with our listeners, with our followers, because that is a moving thing. It's a shifting proposition. We need to always keep our finger on that pulse and it's so critical. So reach out to your audience, you know, via a Facebook post or an email newsletter or just on your website or via your podcast and say, Hey, I would love to have conversations with some of you. So if you go to my, you know, eofire.com slash Q, and that's just a made-up website, but you can actually go ahead and set up a time to have a conversation with me, like just schedule an actual 15-minute call with me. And and I did this for months and months and months when I first launched Entrepreneur on Fire, where I would just have calls with my listeners, with people who are actually tuning into Entrepreneur on Fire consistently, and they would be giving me the ideas about how I could market better, about how I could do, do better in sales because they were telling me, number one, how they were finding me. So I was getting a good sense about where my message was being heard, and I could then focus and amplify those areas, wherever they were finding out about me most. I could go in and amplify that. And then number two, I could ask them that epic question, what are you struggling with? And then hear their answers, you know, about the struggles, the obstacles, the challenges that they're having right now, and then provide the solution to them. And then say, hey, you said you had problem. You know, like, and trust me as an authority figure. And I went ahead and provided the solution to you. Here it is. You know, what do you think? And and that's how, you know, both our sales and marketing skyrocketed by having the conversations with your avatars, with your listeners, with your followers.
0: That's a great idea. So as we move toward closing, because I know your time is so valuable, I have two more questions. One is, what's on the cutting edge for you these days? What are you most... Excited about. And then number two is uh, any final comments to my tribe and how can people get in touch with you and your work?
1: Yeah, a couple of things that I'm really excited about right now is number one would be podcastwebsites.com. Um, we are about to launch live. We actually already have 120 people paying customers in beta right now, and it's been it's going great. But this is going to be your all-in-one podcasting solution. So, you know, a lot of people that are listening are saying, you know, I'd love to maybe podcast and have, you know, a great show like David, but, you know, there's so much that goes into it, and there is a lot, unfortunately, right now, you know, there's... You know, the media host and having to set up a website and having to get logos and graphic and all these different, there's there's a lot that goes into it. And so, you know, I got together with a great team over in London, you know, who's been doing this for a long time, web development, and we created podcast websites, which is going to be your all-in-one solution. And it's just really exciting to know that people that want to just focus on a podcast have a WordPress website that's great, that's killer, that they want to host their media all in one place. It's all in one place. It's going to be the turnkey solution. That's something we're really excited about. Another thing that I'm uh, kind of a passion project is, you know, we live in a virtual world now, David, especially me, where, you know, a lot of my things are virtual products and, you know, can be had virtually. And that's amazing. And I love that. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to ever uh, completely turn away from the physical products. So. Um, working very hard on a new project that I'm going to be launching at the end of this year called The Freedom Journal, 100 Days to Accomplishing Your Goals. And it's going to be an actual physical book that in 100 days is going to walk you through accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. You know, I've seen great things like the Five Minute Journal out there and how they really help a lot of people. And this is going to be such a structured format that if you have a goal that's an attainable goal um that you want to set and and actually commit to and accomplish in a hundred days, you know, this is the book for you. And I'm really excited to get that out to the community. That's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, as far as leaving uh, with your audience, I mean, we have a ton of completely free training for anybody that wants it over at eofire.com. We have a a free podcast course that people can go sign up for at freepodcastcourse.com. And that's a 15-day course on how to create and grow and monetize your own podcast. And we also have a free training on webinars as well. And all all that training is over at eofire.com.
0: john thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today and with my listeners on freeing the body freeing the soul and i'll leave the last words to you is there anything else you'd like to share before we close with love and peace
1: yeah you know before we close with love and peace which i think is a great way to close you know i will just say this if you want to be do I wanted to be a podcaster, I had to podcast. There's just no other way around it. Um, if you wanna be a writer, you have to write. So whatever that thing is that you wanna be, do that thing. Yes, it's gonna be scary. Yes, you're gonna be bad at first. We all are bad when we start anything. Just do it and, and you'll be shocked if you stay consistent with it how far you've come in such a short time.
0: John, thanks so much for taking the time to be with me and be with my tribe this morning. And uh, uh, good luck to you and uh, to give my best to Kate.
1: Will do. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Dr. David here. I hope you enjoyed that brief interview with John Lee Dumas. I'm always uplifted by his... uh, Tremendous levels of affinity and buoyant energy, and um, I feel really good when I think about the world uh, being in good hands with the younger generation, with natural leaders who uh, are wise beyond their years like John Lee Dumas. So I encourage you to check him out, eofire.com, and this is Dr. David, and until next time... We'll close with love and peace. Bye for now.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Freeing the Body, Freeing the Soul. To access all episodes, including show notes, go to CuttingEdgeDoc.com. That's CuttingEdgeDoc.com.